You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hey, welcome back to another episode of B-School. Before we dive in, I just want to ask you if you've rated and reviewed the podcast. It is super helpful in helping other people find the show. And so if you've gotten any value from B-School, I'd really ask that on whatever platform you're listening on, you take a second to rate and give me a review. I would really, really appreciate it. And with that being said, let's head into the show. So if you haven't noticed, I've got a lot going on lately. I'm building inner workout. I'm doing work around my personal brand, which includes this podcast. Also some courses and things that have come out and maybe some more offerings coming later this year, but we'll see. And then also doing some brand strategy work. And so what I realized is that I was having analysis paralysis when I was deciding what to do. Like, okay, I have this focused time for my business right now and kind of the subsets of my business. And I would sit there and be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I know I have a lot of things I could do, but what do I actually need to do? And it was becoming a problem. So I'm going to share how I've started to solve that. And this is really in process. So I might have to do an update episode later, but I wanted to share where I was at. I also wanted to share that I'm primarily a one-woman shop, but I have some contractor support. If I need a developer to help with something on the back end of my website, that's beyond what I can do. I've got an amazing podcast editor. I'll sometimes work with a copywriter or a marketer. So I bring people on as contractors as needed, but mostly it's me. But what I decided to do and what has been a turning point for me was to start running my business like I had employees. What do I mean by that? So I divided up my tasks. I looked at everything on my get-to-do list and I divided it into roles that I may eventually hire out for. So the roles that I did were podcast manager, a program development manager of inner workout. So someone who can really take like the physical practice part of the program and own that and own the instruction portion of it. A brand manager for inner workout. So someone who's really thinking about PR and marketing and partnerships. And then a general operations assistant who could just help with some of the nitty gritty things that eventually, hopefully I won't need to do and I'll be able to have brain space freed up to do some more strategic work. But like I said, for now, it's mostly just me. So what I did after I divided up those roles and kind of categorized, okay, these are the types of things that I'm doing. I wrote job descriptions for each role and I also wrote key metrics. So the job description in the key metrics were really helpful because they allowed me to contextualize my tasks. So instead of it just being one-off things that I felt like I needed to do, they were part of a strategy. And I knew that me doing this was tied to a broader impact that I wanted to have. So then after that, 
I created a weekly get-to-do list for each role, and it was helpful for several reasons. So first, I noticed the types of tasks I was drawn to and the types of tasks I'd been avoiding. So that was helpful because it opened up this internal dialogue. I started to notice for me that I wasn't writing my inner workout manual, and I ended up working with my mentor to create a whole action plan around that. I've since finished the first draft, so that's awesome. It also gave me an idea of the role that I should hire for or outsource first when I'm able to. So yeah, it was really helpful for me to just see, okay, these are the things that I'm naturally doing. And then I, I'd ask myself why, like, why am I excited about doing this versus not? And it could just be, I was excited about doing it because it was a relatively mindless task. And it felt kind of like a break because I could put a a Netflix show on in the background while I was doing it. Or it could be because I was really excited about the work and diving into it. And then there could be other things that I was avoiding, maybe because there could be some of that imposter syndrome dialogue that we talked about before that was kind of keeping me from wanting to dive into the work. There are so many reasons. But overall, I could notice, okay, these are the things that keep getting put at the bottom of the list and actually target what that reason was. Another thing was that I could see what was actually manageable in a week for each category. So I know how much time I have and it varies from week to week, but generally generally I am spending probably at least 40 hours a week on the business, if not more. I could see, okay, what am I getting done for the podcast in a week versus what I think I want to get done? What am I getting done for Inner Workouts brand in a week? And I could see, okay, it's totally feasible for me to build out a content plan and start to record content for the podcast or start to create visuals for Inner Workout. And I can get done three months worth of stuff in a week. Or that could be totally not feasible. But before I was just putting things on my list and then doing whatever I felt like doing at the moment and not really understanding why it was working or why it wasn't or why things were getting done and why things were being avoided. So it was helpful for me to just see this is a manageable workload for me in this moment and then be able to build broader project timelines based on that feedback that I was seeing with the to-do list. So yeah, there were definitely times where I was just putting so much thing, I'm going to build out all of this and I'm going to reach out to all of these people. And then none of it was getting done because everything was way too large. So I was able to scale down the scope of what I wanted and needed to do based on having this get to-do list for each role. I could also understand the level of effort required for each role. So there are some things where on paper, it seems like a lot of work, but when you sit down and actually focus on it for two, three hours, you can get a ton done. And so I was able to see, okay, these are the things that require a lot of knowledge and experience in time. These are the things that don't. You can put a system around it. You can put a clear process and pretty much anyone trained can do it. So having that understanding was helpful for me, again, in building out how long it actually takes me to get things done, but also 
looking towards the future, if I start to bring people on, understanding what type of person I will need for those roles. Related to that, I could put on the hat, so to speak, for that role and get into a flow. So before I might be researching people to pitch to, and then I might be starting to write out content outlines for the podcast and then kind of have all these half-finished things based on, again, how I was feeling. Now I'm able to put on my hat and say, right now, I'm the podcast manager. I'm going to focus on building out content and reaching out to potential guests and making sure that the next couple of months of the podcast are set. And I might spend two, three hours doing that and be really, really focused. And again, getting into that flow, being able to know, okay, this is what I'm doing. My attention is not split. I'm not multitasking. And as I'm saying that, it's like, okay, I'm probably multitasking at some point during that, but it's a lot more of a single task than I used to be. So being able to put on a hat, no, this is what I'm doing, super, super helpful. So what is next for this process for me? Because this is relatively new. It's working. I'm still learning how to hold myself accountable for this because it's like, if I'm most of the team, how do I hold myself accountable? How do I make sure I understand what's working and what's not working? Do I just call like a team meeting with myself? What does that look like? So I'm still figuring it out. It's not perfect. What I'm seeing is what's next after I start to get into a little bit more of a groove with this type of business management is documenting the processes. Now, you know that I'm all about systems and processes, and I started to have a podcast workflow when I was first doing B-School in daily increments, and I probably need to freshen that up because I've since started to incorporate different tools. So that's one where it's like definitely I need to go ahead and rewrite a process document for that. Thinking about how I make content for inner workout or how I source partners or how I even do little things like how I like to send an invoice and do like bookkeeping. Having those processes documented means that I can then hire someone and train and know that they will do things not exactly like me, but well enough that we'll get to the same end result. And so that's a project for me. And I'll probably start to dig into that more once I feel ready to bring someone on to help, which I'm not sure when that will be. But I'm getting better now as I create processes to start documenting them in the moment. And I'll probably dive into that more as I look towards really tangibly bringing on some help. So the other thing that I'm working on is creating more tangible KPIs or key performance indicators. And I didn't talk about this a ton. I mentioned at the beginning, I wrote the job descriptions, and then I wrote what the metrics were that those job descriptions would be measured against. Now that I'm starting to look at these roles, so to speak, in that way, I can really start to say, okay, what is an actual achievable, maybe a little bit of a stretch goal for this role and put really tighter numbers around it. Because when I was first doing it, it was kind of like, okay, I know that the podcast manager, 
I would want them to be moving the needle towards these goals. But I haven't been looking at these numbers or metrics as closely before. So now I can see some data and start to see, okay, this is where we're at. If the podcast manager role is really supposed to move the needle, if we're going to throw some gasoline on it, I think that we could reasonably get to this point. So I need to go back and put some more really tangible and actionable metrics and KPIs around each of the roles. So this is what I'm doing right now as I'm thinking about managing my business. Like I said, it's in process. It's something that I'm figuring out. Some weeks I'm better at following this process than others, but I'm seeing the overall trend that this is working for me. Being able to step into a role and prioritize based on role and also prioritize based on overall impact is a game changer. So this was more focused on people who have their own thing going, but I think that you can really apply it into anything. I know for me, when I was the vice president of operations for a startup, that means that you do pretty much everything. And then as we hired people on, I got to give away pieces of my role. But I actually, at that time, had my get-to-do list split up by the different parts of my role. I had it split up by, these are the HR things I need to get done. These are the things that I need to get done in in terms of managing the contractor team. This is what I need to get done marketing-wise. I was able to split up and see it all laid out on a page. Thinking about corporate roles as well, I don't know that I've ever been in a role that was just straight, you only do this one thing. I was always at least on a cross-functional team or being able to offer insight into something else, if not actually managing multiple programs or having some level of accountability in multiple programs. So see how this can apply for you as well. It's really helpful because if you have a full-time job and you're looking for that promotion, you're looking to show your supervisor, your manager, your boss that you're worth more and that you're working at a higher level, being able to know and to track how you are moving forward on those goals and those responsibilities that you have is great. So like I said, I focused it more on running a business because that's where I'm at right now. That's what I'm thinking about all the time. But don't discount that this isn't for you. This is something that you can apply no matter what kind of role you have. You could even take this and start to think about like the different spheres of your life and what success looks like in those spheres. So how am I showing up as a wife? What does that look like for me to step into that role in a way that I would be proud of and track against that? And how am I showing up as a friend? And how am I showing up as a daughter? So you could take this and make it less about business management and more about life management. But I'm thinking about business right now. That's where I'm at. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, you have any thoughts, you know you can always find me via email or just slide into my DMs. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back in your earbuds later this week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison, Elise is E-L-Y-S-E, and check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.